Hello, and welcome to the third episode of Dark Racial Humor. I am Bonjen. I am Caller John. Is anybody out there? Today, it is March 24th, Saturday, 2018. A beautiful day, coming to you live from Tucson, Arizona. Um, it's a desert. It's a desert. We're on SoundCloud, we're on iTunes, we're on Twitch. Dot TV slash Dark Racial Humor. Just now on Spotify. Fuck you, Spotify. Fuck you, Spotify, for not letting us put our podcast podcast on. Oh, excuse Thanks, me. Thanks, Obama. So, yeah, beautiful day. Beautiful day. Lots to do. What do you gotta do? I gotta finish a video. Gotta do some bullshit for school. You know, just... Just John stuff. Just some Bonjin, some Bonjin stuff. Like Bart things. Yeah. Like on Tumblr, Bart things. Just Bart, Bart things. Bart, did you hit that tweet deck yet? Tweet deck hasn't been touched in a couple of days, which is horrible and bad business ship. Horrible. It's like, do we even want it bad enough? <laughs> Obviously, no. Okay, so on today's episode of Dark Racial Humor, <laughs> I'm just kidding. We don't have Trump. A, we don't have a plan. Dun 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 dun. dun. Free flowing, in depth conversation about whatever's appropriate at that time. What's appropriate at the time, though? Guns. Blah, blah, blah. Guns. Um, Facebook. Facebook. Fuck Facebook. Shilling your shit for uh, politicians' winnings. If you have a Facebook, I highly suggest you delete it as soon as possible. Why? Because Facebook does not care about your personal data, and they will give it to whoever the fuck they want without telling you. But my grandma's on Facebook. As they just, well, you know what? That's probably fine, because she's old. She'll probably be dead soon, so it doesn't even matter. My grandma's 42. Wow. Really? No. Someone was telling me. I don't know who it was, but they were like, when they were 30, their dad was 51. I was like, damn, for sure. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it's like I mean, that's like a 20-year-old father. Yeah, it's like you're both, like, adults. Yeah. But he's your dad. Yeah. Interesting. You think that's worse than having an old-ass dad, one of them old dads? I guess I'd probably rather have a young dad. I, I think, don't know. I guess so. I don't know. Probably be a competition, though. With who's, like, who's like, doing better in life? <laughs> if you're 51 and your fucking 30-year-old son is just fucking balling. Uh, I guess that's cool. I mean, I guess that's great, but you must feel like a failure. Maybe a successful parent, but like, you know. I don't fucking know. I don't have kids anymore, so I can't really say shit. Abortion, huh? Oh, yeah. Big time. Hell yeah. Bart, what are your thoughts on that? Always insightful, Mr. Barker. Yeah, for those who don't One time for Mr. Barker. For those who uh, have aren't uh, long-time listeners of uh, Dark Racial Humor and are just coming in now on episode three... Anytime we refer to an individual as Bart, Mr. Barker, Chompy, uh, it is my Precious dog. little boy. It is my dog. He's just here just being a good boy like he usually does. The goodest boy. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to eat him one day. Fuck you, Bart. I bet he has a lot of good meat on him. Damn, bro. Are you hungry? I was at the library <laughs> last you? night. Yeah. And it was just so peaceful. 
peacefully. Yeah, I was like, damn, bro. Nobody's shooting up the college. No, I was thinking, like, hey, if someone's going to shoot up the college, like, if someone's going to shoot up the library, it probably won't be right now yeah. at 9.30 on a Friday no, night. You don't, get any, you don't get any high score. No no action. Low scoring. Like, will the, the news even come? Probably, probably not. I would eat about it if I was there. <laughs> I don't even think the local UA Wildcat would talk about it. The only thing, though, it probably would have been more difficult to hide. <coughs> Because, like, he's looking for less people to kill. Mm, mm. Yeah. He? Don't assume. Uh, when has a school shooter ever been a female? Like, uh, ever. Last week, I think. Honestly, never. That's interesting to think about. Mass shooters are almost never female. They're probably never female. It's because of the penis, dude. It's a lot of heavy weight. And you're like, I just, I gotta, I gotta. It's definitely that toxic masculinity <laughs> that's fucking up our school system. Blah, blah, blah. That's fucking up our fucking. Society, like, dude, it's I we're, we're going to the gym and like in passing, I was like, it's pretty fucked that there's just like there's hella fucking mass shootings and like less than mass shootings. Oh, every day. Yeah. What qualifies something as a mass shooting? How many people need to be shot? <coughs> Six. I don't know. If someone brings a gun to a school and shoots one person, is it a mass shooting? I don't think so. It's not mass. Two people. Shh. See you later, Fox. Pump those numbers up. <laughs> get, your, get your numbers up, guys. Oh, God. Just oh, dark God. racial humor. For this those of you do. who are just t- tuning in, this is dark racial humor. <laughs> uh, sponsored by uh, the NRA. That's right. Uh, give us money, we give you guns. I'm low-key, high-key, starting to get a hang of this Twitch thing. Not really? Uh, not, not really. Nah, we have, one, we have one viewer. We haven't promoted this at all. I promote I mean, I, I tweet about it. You do? I'm like... I'm kind of waiting for us to get a couple more episodes in. No. So we shouldn't. get, like, the, the feel for it. No, that would, that's a good thing, yeah. Yeah. But I think you should you should fucking go on Instagram Live right now. Sure. Not live, but uh, do a story. If we could... Just get that social media grind on, on point point. Port Twitch to the Instagram feed. Oh. Uh, that would be cool. There's definitely a program that I think... Uh, Stolen Drums, I think, uses. Shout out to Stolen Drums. He's a producer that really... He is fucking great. Like, he... I th- he started doing a a weekly show called Beats and Chill, where he just makes makes samples some beats and uh, plays it. He did that. He did it on Facebook Live and got quite the following. Well, this program lets you broadcast to Twitch, Facebook Live, Daily Motion, Daily Motion. Uh, I'm trying. To, I'm YouTube trying to live. I'm trying to be on the top of Daily Motion site. Are you? I don't think we can do YouTube Live though. I think you need a certain number of subscribers. Oh, where? But I'm not sure. I think you need a hundred. So would we have to do it on the fucking Adobe? I don't know if that. I don't know if we should do it on the Adobe. I don't think so. Probably not. But it is under that Adobe House Records umbrella. Just, just so, just, <laughs> just, just. It, we're one of the the black sheep of the family. They don't like us. Gotta let them know. Gotta let them know. Hey. Mr. Barker, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, just make all the noise. God damn it, Barker. Stupid little shit. Mr. Barker happens to be the CEO of one of the biggest record labels digital media company on the face of the Western Hemisphere. He's really just fucking shit up on this platform, and I think it's really cool. He came on me this morning. You know what's interesting <laughs> about iTunes? When you swear, or if you put like the word fuck in your title, it automatically stars it out. Fuck. Yeah, because I think I put the word fuck. What do you mean stars it out? Like, asterisks. Uh-oh. I think I put the word fucking in our last episode title. What was the title? Something I don't fucking understand. Twitch or something like uh, that. And that's pretty lame. I was like, oh, for sure. 
For sure, dude. Hey, Barker, just too loud, yeah? I don't know if you guys can hear her, but this fucking dog is so goddamn annoying. So we're going to be giving him away <laughs> to one of our lucky viewers That's live right. on Twitch. Who wants this piece of shit dog? That's you watching, yeah. Not any, not anybody. I think it might be. It's probably me. Hell yeah, dude. I don't know why anyone would watch this trash. Honestly, I think that whoever makes this shit should be fucking castrated. Really? Yeah. Really? Well, yeah, you know yeah. what? I'm just gonna. We're gonna introduce a new segment on Dark Racial Humor <laughs> called. We like called to call social promotion. We like to call. I don't know what to talk about, so I'm gonna go through Twitter and see what the conversation is. That's <laughs> lame as fuck. Is it really? Yes. I don't care. God damn All right, it, let's dude. see. People take to the streets for March of Our Lives. See, okay, that's that's that. I would like to talk about that kind of. That's, that's pretty fucked. That fucking hashtag gun control now is fifth trending. Enough is, is enough. All caps has two hundred and three thousand. Oh, I think this is all for March of Our Lives. What is March of Our Lives? Fucking little kids saying, "Please, no guns." I'm seeing a lot of Martin Luther King talk on here word what does he have to do with any of this martin luther king jr's granddaughter speaks about guns for march of our lives i ask you oh okay yeah dude just cash the fuck out i guess (laughs) (laughs) what god damn it mrs king god damn it um yeah fucking elementary kiddos have to fucking be like hey about those guns hey we don't like being shot (laughs) while we're trying to learn Can you guys, like, uh, maybe do something? Yeah, that's pretty fucked. People, Michael, do you know Michael Michael Rappaport? Rings a bell. He's a white man. Um, I probably have not heard of him then. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, ooh, I I don't keep up with the white man audience. Um, Got him. (laughs) (laughs) uh, He's a comedian, and he was, like, basically just saying, like, if you even have, like, have to have kids be like yo talk about guns and that's that's a failure of like a society yeah what do you propose we do <coughs> since we're since d well. drh is now a political show <laughs> welcome back to dark political humor welcome to the the bonus podcast dph we get really into this grittiness just double um i think that america has integrated guns so deep into their fucking culture that you can't get rid of it so deep yeah if you go back like 50 years 80 years and say like hey no guns then that's cool but uh there's a fucking bunch of guns and i think from like a like a policy standpoint if you like well okay wait you think if you went back 50 80 years it'd be fine i say if you okay from like getting let's say like getting rid of guns right putting fucking strict policies on that shit yeah. It, or, like, government taking action on what to do with guns, yeah. If you go back to the beginning of whenever guns started to populate heavy in America and do that, yeah, cool with that. Awesome. But there's hella fucking guns that are just spread through the streets of fucking America. And if you have a government trying to be like, hey, don't use those, then it's kind of weird because, like, there's a bunch of guns, and I kind of want the right to have a gun if there's hella yeah which is which is weird because like that that's America putting like that gun mindset into you, yeah, but even if you go back eighty years, there's always gonna be the argument, oh, you're suppressing our rights, yeah, yeah, like just that alone is like 
you can't fucking change the constitution. Yeah. I guess it is fucking built on fucking guns. That's like the thing. But that is America's built on guns. The fucking second thing. It's the second thing in the paper, man. Yeah, but when they're writing it out, they're like, "Hey, man, guns." <coughs> Bastards. Yeah, but it is up to Congress. I'm not saying to change the Constitution, but you know, to or I guess it's up to the judges to interpret it to fit like modern day laws. You know what mm. I'm saying? There's still millions of guns, though. Oh yeah, definitely. Shout out to uh, ex uh, ex cop in Pasadena for selling over a hundred guns to uh, illegally over the past three years. That's what we need on the Pasadena streets. Hell yeah, thanks, dude. guy. Anyway, Pasadena repping hard. Po Pasadena. Po. I said yeah. Oh. Pasadena. Pasadena is to you. Oh, I'm sorry. You're not from that six two six. You don't know the you don't know the fucking struggle, bro. We have cops passing out guns, bro. Passing out guns. You think you're selling it for the low or the high? The fucking... I don't know, dude. Should I inquire about prices? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be like, yo. What's the market? Who would like to who? How do you even buy a gun? Do you just like... Are you in Arizona? Because if you're in Arizona, you just stand on the street corner and be like, Hey, yo, gun! Let's gun! Say I'm in Chicago. Gun! I just really want a fucking gun. Do I just go on Craigslist and be like, yo, let me meet you in this parking lot? I don't know, man. In Arizona, you can just fucking sell a gun and it's fucking legal as fuck in arizona yeah that's actually well you need to have a background check to do it legally i was having this discussion with someone a lot of people are like they don't know the gun laws of their own state someone was telling me you can go to a gun show and just buy a gun and it's easy as shit you can't do that you need to have a background check you need a background check before you go to the gun show to do it legally they meet, They make sure you don't have any felonies. They make sure you're not a crazy person. Like, that's how you get a gun legally. To get I'm, a gun illegally, different story. I'm constantly at the gun show because I'm yoked. Because you're white. <laughs> <laughs> and so they're like, ah, it's just, I'm sure the background check's nothing. Here you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. I was talking about my fucking ripped arms. Oh, really? Not really. So you got you to gotta, you gotta support the gun show. You got the ripped uh, arms. Oh, man. I mean, still though, I'm pretty like there was, there was a buyback that the police did in Tucson. There was there's a a case of um, whether it was Tucson versus the state, um, if police were able to buy back guns and destroy them. I kind of forget what the argument that the state didn't want. Didn't want something. They didn't want them to destroy guns or something. I forget the details, which is kind of shitty, but, um, and they lost, but, uh, they were doing the buyback and like, just like feet before there was just people be like, Hey, I'll buy it for a little cheaper or a little more. Oh yeah. That's the way to get it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, they probably should destroy guns. I think they just made, or there's a bill to make bump stocks illegal. You know those yeah. things? No, not really. Or the fucking make it more uh assault assault or yeah it machine-y. turns it into an automatic weapon yeah but those things are so fucking easy to make it's just plastic and a spring uh, yeah i should like that I was, I, I was gonna bring it up before but i forgot the fucking there's no fucking reason i got to have a machine gun bro unless you're trying to kill people what if i'm trying to kill my oxen <laughs> in, the, 
Your oct? No, no, you're right. There is. There's, there's a gun. There's okay. Yeah, there's no, there's no reason to have a gun unless you're trying to kill somebody. Yeah. That, well, that's, I mean, that's what yeah, oh, like, hunting. I'm not, I'm not super kill. big on hunting. I, I, fuck, like, I, I, not, not that I fuck with hunting, but I think hunting is a, is a good thing. Not a good thing, but like a cool thing. Like I respect it as a sport, as a community. No, I think it's good because like, one, it's fucking. You gotta like hike and shit. It's not easy to fucking hunt. And you gotta, like, stand out there for hours. You gotta fucking camp, dude. Yeah. And fucking follow goddamn animals. Yeah. But and then, so, like, I'm saying... it's fun. You wanna go hunting? <laughs> not really. I mean, it'd be cool, like, experience. Like, that would be... We can be podcast it. We're just in the forest with our mic. <laughs> We're all set up. Oh, man. You could, you could definitely do that. That'd be funny. We don't need anything else. Um, It's... For sure, Um, like, if you're eating meat... It's probably like the most. I don't not even humane, but like it's you're the most connected to like that meat that you're eating. Oh yeah. You 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 shoot a thing and you have to fucking drag it back. You fucking watch it die and you, you got to shoot it right or else you fuck up the meat. And you taste the blood and the fear. You got to fucking. But yeah, it's a fucking hard thing to do, and you, it's probably a lot healthier than everything else you fucking buy at a store. And you probably don't need a machine gun to do it either. If you have a machine gun, you can't fucking do it, unless the the thing is deaf. No, no, I'm saying like you fucking, if you fucking <laughs> into a goddamn elk, you fucking ruin whatever you're trying to eat. So why the fuck do people have machine guns to kill lots of people? Damn, <laughs> these military grade weapons, yeah. It's a weird fucking thing, man. It's America as fuck. I don't know. Like, okay, it's a very messy discussion because I feel like you ever have a, an argument with something and you both want the same thing, but you're arguing like different. Like you're not having the same argument, kind of. Yeah. But you both want the same goal. Obviously, the same goal is we don't want kids being shot. People getting shot. Well, that's not even true because people want to protect themselves. Yeah. But yeah, people people don't want innocent people getting killed. Like on one side, I, f- I feel like people are saying we just want stricter laws for people so that it's harder for them to get guns. Uh-huh. We don't want psycho people having access to firearms. And then like... Machine gun. No, or just firearms in general. Yeah, like if you have fucking schizophrenia, you shouldn't have a gun, period. Yeah. Um, Whoa, dude. Don't discriminate against schizophrenia. If you have schizophrenia, you should not have a gun, period. Whoa, dude. I'm a big proponent if of If you gun have schizophrenia, you should not have a gun, period. I am actually a, a member of the board of uh, Guns for Schizophrenics. Really? Yeah. You're the problem? <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Guns for Schizophrenics. Um, uh, and then the other side is like... Uh, Get more guns in people's hands to stop people with guns. Or I was going to say, oh, I feel like you just want to take all our guns. Yeah. And I'm I'm like, I'm kind of with like having, having got the, not with the government being like, you can't have guns. Yeah. Because it's a weird government right thing. But at the same time, like, I don't want guns. But it's like, it's it, you're putting in a position where you're like, hey, government, don't mess with my guns. But also like, hey, I don't like guns. I think the government should just stay out of everything. Everything like literally, roads, marriage, you know stuff like, well not roads like, personal things, personal things like fucking what is the drugs? What does the government need to be in marriage for? Why 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 does the government need to like facilitate a relationship? Well, 
right now they have to do with banks. I mean, historically, a government had the, uh, what's the word I want to use? It was in the best interest of the government to promote family life, to promote having babies. Sure. So, like, that makes sense in that aspect. But I feel like it's, like, becoming more of a dated thing. Well, government's fucking dated, dude. Joe Rogan always fucking brought this up. If, like, people woke up today and changed one <coughs> and molded how they want their government to be, it probably wouldn't be a weird two-party system with three branches of shit. We should make a new country. Oh, yeah? What if you could just do Mexico. That? Probably could, dude. Just go in there, flip it, turn it around. Flip Mexico? Oh, for real. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Just, How would you fix just colonize Mexico? colonize that, Jonathan. How would, we, how would we fix Mexico? God damn, that sounds so fucked. Does it really? Yeah. Mexico's one of the most corrupt countries on the planet. Well, U.S. kills people. You don't think that's a problem? Okay, I mean, so no, U.S. is corrupt too, but I can't bribe a cop to like mm-hmm. I can't do that in, in that well, way co- well it's, it's a yeah you fucking I guess you're right but like like Mexico definitely has some issues beautiful country great people but your government you is fucked as shit did you say everybody in Mexico is great hey. you can't generalize like that you all suck <laughs> hey whoa did you just say you all suck you can't generalize like that I love Mexico but your president's weak as fuck, and I'll end it there. Wow. True. I don't even know his name. I don't either. But wow. I, yeah, I forgot How it. How are you going to say he's weak? I don't even know his name. Because I forgot his name. Why is he weak? Because he literally only listens to the cartel. Well. Yeah. It's the same thing. Okay. It, cartel to is to Mexico as fucking money and... Sh- yeah, corruption. And money is to U.S. Corruption. Yeah. It's different corruptions. What if fucking probably a little less lethal? What if a gang ran America? Just like a, ser- a series of gangs. Yeah, but banks don't fucking kidnap, kidnap rape, and yeah, but that's not, people. I mean that. Yeah, the gang that is run the U.S. government is a little less lethal. Yeah. Except that police still kill people that aren't white. Like if you get raped in Mexico, good luck. With what? Like, I don't know. I was reading a story. This girl went to Cabo or something for spring break. And she got fucking raped by someone. And there was, like, nothing she could do. You can't, like, go to the police about it. Like, they were no help. Like, what are you going to do? Tell the police in the United States they can't do shit? Well. It's like, I don't know. It's kind of like you're on your own out there. Yeah, I it's mean, great. that's what, <clears throat> that's kind of what, uh, you said that's great. You can go parasailing without signing a release form, but other than that. I mean, that's what, like, when people say, like, in, like, a in a, in a kind of, like, right-wing fence of America, like, keep the government out of stuff and let's do things ourselves, like, there's a place where you can be on your own and, like, there's no government, but, like, are you, like, when people ask for that shit and they're already under that, that, that strict over like overwatching government that's not even really america there's been like like sweden has like overwatching we got free health care that are forced upon forced upon you yeah and you got stuff like that but like are you like are you really ready to fucking not have government because i don't think people are <coughs> it's 
it's an interesting it's an interesting discussion because as you said the right prefers like less government involvement uh-huh. in societal operations but it, it's like it's like having like it's like a little kid wanting being like i i want to i want to be able to dress myself and not my parents dress me and they can't fucking dress themselves yeah well it's kind of a different mindset because like um the right will be like i can thrive on my own and i don't need like government help uh-huh. and they're also upset because they're like why are you taking what i've worked for and giving it to someone else if that makes sense like taxes like taxes yeah like basically income tax well taxes shitty but yeah. at, at the same time like i like roads but yeah taxes are fucking weird taxes are weird because you're giving money to a weird uh, a, a system that you were born under yeah well i mean it's necessary how else are you gonna do it it's also you're saying that because you've you've already been in it and it's like you're conditioned to, to fuck with taxes well, how else would you do it? How what? else would you run a country without taxes? I don't know. Fucking good-hearted people. Good-hearted people? What? Just giving money because they feel like it? I don't know. I don't think that would ever happen. Like you, like you said, it's it's like... People are greedy, man. People are, are pretty... Like, underneath all this kindness and all this selfishness, people like... Underneath, I think that's underneath all the fucking greediness. Really? I think that... Like, at the end of the day, people will do what they can to survive and to protect their closest family. Yeah. Period. If that means, like, saving their last bit of money and not, like, giving it away. Like, it's also, I mean, there's there's a fucking a bunch of shit, shite people, but, like, if you, you can't suppress that because those people do exist. But if you think about that all the time and you think that every person is innately shitty, then I'm not saying... I'm not saying it's shitty. I'm saying like at the innately, end of the day, as you see, innately selfish, and and they're they're not trying. They're only trying to look out for themselves. Then, if you have that mindset towards people, especially when you're meeting some or like talking to people, and you don't really know, then that you're gonna see that in everybody, and you're gonna attract those people. Really? Rather than I don't know. I kind of see it as a survival thing. Because if I if I have twenty dollars, twenty dollars cash, that's all I have, and I see a homeless person, and I can technically afford. To give them five bucks, mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't, mm-hmm. because like his struggle is probably a lot more difficult than mine. Mm-hmm. But I still have my own struggle that I'm dealing with. Uh-huh. So like, you're also thinking of it as like a kindness in is money, rather than like yeah, like you could like talk to people and see what their struggle is and see if they could have any fucking help and monetarily it might help but if you have $20 and can't give five bucks then you can be like yo what's good man I'm saying like giving up an asset also time is an asset it is like it may not and going back to the selfishness thing selfishness thing it may not be worth it for me to stop and talk to this guy Uh even though it'll make his day better it like at the end of the day it takes up my time when you do, but when you like, like that's that's fucking. I understand that time is very valuable, but when you do things like that, it's and you do have those like experiences. Most times, dude, maybe not most, but like, it's it does something high key, man. Oh, it definitely does. No, not not even for like, but for it's like a symbiotic relationship. If you fucking go out your way and talk to somebody, there's a, there's new things that, like it, like you ever fucking just have. You talk to someone randomly for some reason, and something comes out of it. 
Yeah. I don't I don't I don't talk to people usually, but like fucking when I do, it's usually something that's like valuable. Yeah. That's also because I'm fucking selective of like the people I give my energy to. That's what I'm saying. Some the the if there's there are there are times where you can stipend what you choose to give your energy and that can be even monetarily money too, but like when you do use that energy on something or someone, it's usually it's it's valuable in my experience. So how do we get to this? To what? To what we were just talking about. We were talking about kindness or something? Talking about government. Oh, right, 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 right. Oh, fuck. Fuck. So you're saying if there were no taxes, kind people would give. No, man. I don't know. If, If there was a utopian society, which doesn't exist by definition, I don't know. I don't know how a utopian society would work. Maybe, because there's also the argument people are more likely to give if they're not forced to give. If they're forced to give? If they're not forced to give. Yeah. But at the same time, if you're not forced to give, I think a lot of people would just not give. Yeah. But but like, how would would a perfect society work in your estimation? It's definitely, it's just a balance, and I think we're trying to find that. I think, honestly, dude, I, I, I was writing about this for a paper. And it's honestly just empathy, dude. If if there's there's a lack of empathy in most people, and not even that, there's just selective empathy. Where uh, if you're not, there was there was a test, and uh, two one person, so you got three subjects, and one person, uh, one person was nice to the subject or something. One person didn't really do anything to the subject, and then the subject that was nice to them, they empathized with more. So like like that's just, if you if you empathize with someone you get that empathy back. Oh yeah, I think empathy is like a thing that most a trait that most people have, definitely. But like, I don't know. I think it's kind of a trade off. It's very easy to be fake empathetic. The other person won't know the difference if you're good at it. Ah, uh, okay, word. But you like that's just that's just psychopathic. Oh, my dog ran away. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's psychopathic. Like, is it really? Yeah. Why? What is what is the definition of psychopathic? I don't know. Something with neuroses, but like that's that's it's that's fucking sh- like shitty human behavior that makes me cringe. Really? Yeah. Hey, people do it. No, a lot of people do it, and they're fucking most psychopaths, man. Would you rather? Them be fake, empathetic, and have you feel good, and you'll never know that they no. didn't care, or just have them like, don't care. Like, oh, I don't give a shit. Yeah, really. Be real. Huh. If you if you're being fake, empathetic, like what do what do what do people fake, fake, sorry for? Be like, oh, your dog died. Like why? Like because, probably because from a selfish thing of that of that same selective. If someone sees you being empathetic, they're empathetic back. What if I said, hey, Ricker, I was molested as a kid. And you were probably never molested, so you can't relate to it. You don't particularly know me that well, so you don't particularly care that much. Mm-hmm. But you're still acting like you care. That's what I mean. People do that all the time. Acting like I care? Like, oh, no, man. I'm so sorry to hear that. That sucks, bro. But not caring? Like, like, that someone was like it's not you don't care. You just can't relate to it on the level that they're Word. talking you can't, about you, it. You've never gone through that experience, but you can still sympathize. 
That's yeah. that's the part of empathy. Yeah. And if you don't do that real, then then don't do it real. But like. Yeah, you were fucking molested. I don't give a shit. I mean, like, yeah, like, say that shit. I don't like. I don't, don't be like, oh, like, if if you if people hear that, usually they're like, oh, that's a bad thing. I'm sorry you went through that. Yeah. Because I would too not like to go through that. You did. Ow, that that hurts me. I should empathize because you, you know what I'm saying. Ow, that hurts me. But like, not like, <laughs> no, not like. <laughs> I but like, that. ow, I wouldn't. I wouldn't like that to happen to me. Yeah. And and that you internalize that fucking that like ah that fear of that's bad and so someone you someone else experienced that so you're like oh that's bad I'm sorry that happened to you. Not get the fuck over it. Then. <laughs> I mean, if, if hey, I don't know, some do. people are, yeah some people, people a lot of that. people are there's eight billion people. You can't Love all be good, it. man. Love it. Y'all in the Matrix. Yeah, we all out here on Dark Racial Humor. Hey, today's episode is sponsored by Light Bulbs. Fucking shine. What do you think of, since we're kind of on the topic of politics? I like politics. Tax. You know what's interesting? What? Um, I, you say what you were going to say. Politics, I was. This is what I was kind of writing about, but like, and I'm I'm related related to uh, hospitals too, high key. Empathy in politics is like frowned upon for the most part. If you're empathetic in politics, you you have to make decisions about millions of people, right? If you think empathetic about in politics, all of those people, then you probably go crazy, right? If you're in a hospital and you're too empathetic of every decision you make, then a lot more people die. You know what I'm saying? Would that be empathy or would that be emotion? That's what empathy is an emotion. I mean, like, if you're... Because I personally believe that a ruler should ru- rule without emotion. Yeah. That, because that's, you do make more rational decisions when you're not emotional. Word. And that's, and that's what politics have been kind of molded into of where, like... You kind of have to be detached from the people that you're governing, right? Good. For the most part. I think that emotion is different. Just don't be, like, sad. But you you have to empathize and internalize the people that you're governing. Yeah. Well, what do you think about this? Every time – well, maybe not so much anymore because it happens every day. Every time there's a mass shooting Uh – we immediately go to the gun control debate, uh-huh. and everyone's emotional and everyone's yelling at each other. Nobody's thinking. Uh-huh. I think we should wait a couple of weeks or for the emotion to fizzle down, so we can have a, a good rational discussion on policy, gun control policy. Doesn't that make sense? I think people are. It's like going to the grocery store when you're mm-hmm. hungry. It's just like. I kind of, I kind of disagree, but that like. I don't know, dude. It's there is a bunch of emotion and shit, but I think emotion is 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 fundamentally different. I'm I'm saying these words kind of not like defining them super well, but emotion is different than empathy, man. I think so because like emotion is is being fucking upset or sad, but empathy is putting yourself into someone else's shoes. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't have to have emotion or, or over over emotional thing that just happens to be like yo 
why why they're fucking hella guns and there's fucking kids being shot like how is that yeah, yeah. How do you how do you not fucking be like yeah that's fucked that's oh super fucked but the, but exactly but then you're like there's like people that are like it's weird because like you said there is like everybody's kind of arguing the same thing of that is a fucked thing that people are getting shot but then it's like they're arguing over more more it's just it's it's stupid that to combat people getting shot people fight for more weapons that shoot people yeah <laughs> the protection argument i think the bigger discussion that everyone should be having is regarding mental illness that above everything because the majority of these people all have something in common I kind of agree but like at the same time I don't because it's just like more like it's just like convoluted fucking politics but I think there is I feel like our energy's kind of going into the, the wrong thing rather than making people better like working humans yeah I fuck with that like start at the source yeah word but I mean hey statistically and everyone needs to do their fucking job if there's a tip to the FBI hey this kid might shoot up this school don't fucking throw it in the spam folder hey man shout out to the FBI man. shout out to the Federal Bureau hey, of Investigation shout, shout out to all the things on my phone that are listening right now shout out to Russia uh, I know, <laughs> know you're in this bitch <laughs> Russia, stay connected, man. Oh, God. <laughs> That's funny. Oh. Hell yeah, man. Dark racial humor. All about politics. Live on Twitch. Bart. I know you didn't just ignore me, boy. Bart. Mr. Barker is the worst CEO I've ever had. So lazy. He takes like eight naps a day. He just yawns constantly. Constantly. Welcome back to Dark Racial Humor. That that was oh. our spin-off show, Dark Politics. Damn. With John Ben and Ikre. Hello. Today's episode is sponsored by Michael Jackson, Best of Both Worlds. So we just talked about um Are you recapping things in the middle of the episode? I sure am oh I don't get that. Why just, would you do that? Because when they do that, they you know, most podcasts, they take a break and they come back, right? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. What podcast do you Maybe not to? Joe Rogan, but like they're recorded, they recorded in segments across fuck that. days. No, no, fuck that shit. We'll eventually get there. No, I don't, I don't fuck with podcasts when we like have that. to, When we have to work with guests and like get on their schedule, we'll be like, today we talked to mm. so-and-so and we're going to jump to that right. interview right now. I guess so, I guess so, I guess so. It's like, it's fucking radio, bro. It's modern radio. But yeah, whatever. I like, but I like the the part I like about podcasts. God damn, just keep on clipping, man. Hey, man, no one's gonna be like, "What the fuck is that sound?" Oh, well, they are now. All one person. Um, I don't know. I like I like podcasts that are natural flowing, free flowing, in depth conversation about whatever's appropriate at the time. At the time. All I right, think I so. think that's a great tagline. At so. the timeline. Welcome back to the segment. What's appropriate at the timeline where we go on Twitter and mooch off other people's thoughts? We're just seeing what the conversation is. 
All right, so how do we get onto that? We were talking about March for Our Lives. John Lennon's trending. Did he die? John Lennon been dead. John Lennon. Oh, <laughs> John Lennon is dead. Uh, Sandy Hook's trending. Never again, all caps. Um, basically, you're just reading trending things about guns. Hey, yo, that's where the conversation is. Okay, I don't fuck with that conversation. I want to talk about music. All right, what are we talking about? Making a worldwide brand, brand, brand. I'm just, I'm trying to have. I'm, first of all, we haven't made a 36 month plan. Second of all, I just want a big office space where different rooms have different mediums going on, like podcasts and recording studio. I just, I just want to get to that level right now. I want an audience. I that would love come. an audience. That'd be dope, dude. So right now we're focusing on the audience development. This is true. We are creating content. Um, haven't made a video in a while. We have one coming up in a couple days. Um, going into the podcast space, going into the music space. If you we released an album on February eighteenth, I believe. February eighth. February eighth, and um, it's been about a month and almost a half. So it technically just came out, but I feel like it's been a while. Music, especially nowadays, it it those feel like a while things is is a month. You a, an album's old in a month. Yeah, so like if we were famous, next album probably wouldn't come out for like a year because we'd be touring and promoting this album for like a couple months and doing mm-hmm. bullshit and shit. Mm-hmm. So this next album should come out. Right now, pretty, pretty fucking soon. No, right, not right now. But what's the what is the like? How how far along would you say? We have about six songs that have been started. Is this gonna be like another twenty-two song album? I think we we're thinking about sixteen, fifteen, high high ten teens area. Solid. Hey guys, um, quick heads up. Pastor will be on this album. If he can fucking sing on key. If he can sing on key. Hey, it was just a demo. Okay. Um, audience, man. How do you make an audience? Uh, Doing what we're doing zero. now. From zero. From zero. Mm-hmm. Just talk about what you love. Mm-hmm. Promote it well. And the audience will find you. Talk about what you love. I think having genuine... Well, cause even like this, this is kind of like this isn't music related, you know what I'm saying? But no, I think it's not exactly music related, but having those multiple platforms, having a network of of different, a bunch of fucking different things that are not exactly, it is under the Adobe House Records umbrella, but it's not. It, it's it's something different, you know. But having those things clip is uh, necessary. You know, it, there's there's a bunch of different lines that people can go and find other things. I remember growing up as a young YouTuber, 
in the early 2010s. Wait, wait. Are you online, John? YouTube.com slash online John isn't Don't available anymore. Totally just severed my audience. Probably the worst thing I could ever do. It was a bad business move. We're, the we're, worst. we're learning as we Literally go. Literally the worst. Anyway, I remember back in those days when I was in high school talking to bigger YouTubers, being on multiple platforms that weren't either YouTube, Twitter, and maybe Instagram, because Instagram was just getting started, um, was frowned upon. Doing too much was like not like a good business move and if you were trying like what to year? grow on YouTube. This is what year? This was like 2009, 2012, 2013. That's completely changed. Completely. Now if you're not on everything, you're not doing enough. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Even like making a second YouTube channel for like behind the scenes content mm-hmm. was like if you're not big already, you Off probably shouldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody had podcasts. I think the only person that had a podcast back then was Joe Rogan that I knew of. Yeah. Now everyone fucking, every goddamn YouTuber has a podcast of some sort. It's because podcasts, like like the people like people like that in that circle, especially with comedians, been doing it for like five, six years. Yeah. That, that, like the podcast, it's like they got into that shit. Does Phil DeFranco have a podcast? I feel like no. I'm surprised at the very least, at the very least, he doesn't like just rip the audio from his show and put it on iTunes. Hmm. I think he does. Uh, Or he did at one point. I can check. Fucking Philly D, what are you doing, bro? God damn it, Phil. God damn it, You and that wife of yours. You and that wife and those two cute kids. I don't watch them anymore. I don't either. I'm over. I'm over family vlogs. If I was a YouTuber and I had a family, I would never film them and put them on YouTube. Yeah. I mean, that's what was popping for a while. I don't understand how people vlog their lives, vlog everything, and then get upset when they don't have enough privacy. Like, bitch, you film yourself in the shower and you're asking for privacy. Are they asking for privacy? It's like if something happens, they film, like, they do a daily vlog for a year, and the yeah. daily vlog is about their relationship, yeah. like someone's relationship with their girlfriend, and then they break up. We're asking for privacy, please, during this intimate time. Yeah. Like, motherfucker, you shared every detail of your relationship you for the past in, year. You put yourself into a public figure. Exactly. It's like well. if you want to be, if you're, one of your goals is fame, and then you achieve that. Why the fuck are you asking for like less fame? Yeah, you know what I'm saying like you worked for this, you asked for it, and now you got it. It's the same thing of uh, you know wanting, wanting, wanting something, and when you have it, you want something else. It's like government Demi- clothes. Yeah, it's like fucking Demi Lovato or whatever. Shout out my girl Demi Lovato. Shout out my girl Demi. No, no, her since day one. She's man. coming on the podcast next week. Super excited for that. Super Complaining. Stoked. Super stoked. <laughs> Complaining. Oh, I don't like how people scrutinize me on social media. Then delete your Twitter. Yeah, no, that's not. Stop I'm saying, saying if, shit. If, 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 I mean, if that you have a solution, which is to recluse yourself from the the, the public. But people don't want that. They just don't want the public to see certain things. Daniel Radcliffe did something genius. Harry Potter. Huh? Harry Potter? Yeah. He says he hates the paparazzi, but he understands that he's a celebrity, so he just has to deal with it. So he doesn't have any social media, so no one can, like, take his words and make him, th- make him be, like, 
what they think he's saying. Mm-hmm. And also, um, every time he goes out where there's paparazzi, he always wears the same clothes. Oh, word? Yeah, so they can't sell his pictures to anyone because he's always in the same thing. That's really cool. Yeah. You, you brought up the, the Michael Jackson thing. Mm-hmm. You want to say what that was? The The touring. Oh, right. Okay, so there's this video of Michael Jackson, and he's doing, like, a, a promo video for one of his tours. And um, he's talking about he's talking about touring, and he's like, you know, I really don't like touring. I used to like it, but now uh, all all the fans, they just don't have respect for each other. They just trample each other. They just treat each other like, like absolute crap, and I just want everyone to love each other and just enjoy the music. And then the producer's like, hey, Michael, can you, like, we're trying to promote the tour. Can you, <laughs> can you fucking... Uh, speak highly of it he's like oh yeah for sure just look straight into the camera i love the tour so much it's my favorite it's it was hilarious That's some shit. michael jackson was a fucking it's probably because he was media trained from a young boy did you see that i don't know if i showed you but it was a video it was a um a clip of michael jackson on stage and he was singing and there was something going wrong with the lights or something or the sound and Michael Jackson changes his lyrics and he's just freestyling and he's like talking to the producer backstage and he's just singing Brad what are you gonna do what are you doing Brad what are you doing Brad jobs lost jobs lost Ooh, it's hilarious I, I, what I, you gonna do to fix it Brad I, I feel like I've, I've seen that a tiny bit but yeah you know yeah man MJ was the man. Also going to be on the podcast this month. He's really stoked, dude. Really we have, we got a, a dope, a dope lineup of people. Like we said, we got Demi coming on, just Demi. the home girl. We got MJ back from the dead. Back from the dead. First time on air, right First here on DRH. Nine years, goddamn. Like, come on, like, how do you get like this? It's what we do, fucking primetime podcasting. Thank you so much, MJ. Um, we also got Big Bam Bigelow. You might know him if you like wrestling. Also dead, coming back. Don't know who that is. Do uh, you know of uh, Dave Batista? Rings a bell. Well, he's not coming on the podcast. Fuck him. That bastard. Do you know of a of a little girl named a Taylor Swift? Uh, no. Oh, word. Um, she's coming on. I think March fifth. March fifth of twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. She's on that tour. She's a little book, yeah. That double that fucking double year tour. It's you know, sometimes you gotta book five years in advance. Hey guys, thanks for uh watching us live on Twitch, by the way. Twitch.tv slash dark racial humor. Yeah, hey, maybe by the time we get to a hundred episodes we'll have like a little a little following, but for now we're just talking to the darkness. To, to the, the ab- void. To the abyss, yeah. What's going I was on? I was talking to um D JQ out of Tucson, Arizona. Yeah. Uh, for a newspaper thing. Um, but he was talking about, in terms of production, of like, and and even like talking, where you kind of, the, like the silence, you, you build things out of silence, and that's, I forgot, I forget the exact wording, but um, like that, that this, the silence that you, that's like in between even people talking or, in the foundation of, of beat making is is a thing. Sorry, my shitty articulation. So building out of silence. Yeah, that's 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 your that's your platform. Your platform is silence, and you got to fill that silence with stuff. Interesting. And so right now, in an audience term, 
We got a whole lot of silence. Way too much silence, but you know what? It's so frustrating sometimes. Hey, we haven't even been doing it for long at all. Not at all, and we really don't fucking grind as we should, man. And we also uh, need to not be impatient. Not be impatient. Be patient. Because there's people... Okay, like, if you look at it right now, there's people there. There's people that definitely come back when we post stuff Mm -hmm. I had a guy ask me like I just put a clip of the video on and he asked me what I was doing I didn't know the guy so he obviously like fucked with Adobe House Mm -hmm. he like he's been navigating through the the channels so like things are starting to trickle in Mm -hmm. Um, it's just a matter of time that's also a thing too of like when you're making stuff in the vacuum you, you really don't know what that looks like from outside of the vacuum exactly like from a consumer point of view it's what an album with 22 songs and 14 videos yeah who the fuck has that with fame very few people with fame who the fuck has less content than that and is popping very few people yeah I mean like yeah I don't know patience I agree it, you need to have it because this shit doesn't happen in two years. It happens in you, you fucking do shit for ten years and you pop in your eleventh, right? For real. But I feel just like I I I might have said this before. I don't think on the podcast yet, but um, there's a, there's like a panic that you put onto yourself that if I don't do a lot of things right now. That future won't manifest itself because I need good. to do more. Yeah, no, yeah. it's great. It's what has to happen. But I feel personally that we're not doing enough. No. What do you think we should do more of? I think that we're not good with social media right now. No, I think that not. in Instagram, we don't even have we don't have enough pictures. Not. But we don't. We don't have a lot of things to put on Instagram pictures. But a story should be on on the Adobe House Instagram every day. Tweet deck should be fucking popping, which is just our fucking shittiness. But yeah, I, I I feel like we're making songs not that fast. I feel like everybody's kind of caught up. Everybody has a lot of people. A few people have school and things that also gets in the way and is annoying as fuck people have a job but when people aren't doing that shit what are you doing yeah if you're not if you're not constantly doing something then you're not you're you're wrong then get out yeah like um no yeah you're absolutely right it's fucking i was i was i i hate seeing homies on the couch and they're just on twitter dude yeah it's the worst thing ever or worse dun 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 fortnite I mean, fuck know. that, dude. Never bring that game in the house again. <laughs> I agree. I don't know. It's just I don't know. I unless you're fucking twitching it and trying to make something out of hell it, hell yeah. You're but wasting like, your like time. that shit, you can you can you can waste your time, but just make sure you waste your time on a public platform. Yeah, like literally anything you do, someone will enjoy. Yeah, in some way, shape, or form. Yes, I could make a fucking channel, a YouTube channel about how to bathe Bart. Yep, and I could. 
makeup. Dude, I could review one, shampoos and one people the, would watch it. One of the most popular things on on like the, the public Instagram story thing is is foam. The foam, you know, the foams when everybody makes the foam and they touch it and yeah. they make noises. It's one of the things that always pops up on my goddamn public thing. Really? Yeah. Well, that's because I clicked it a few times. Yeah. Like, I, I fuck with foam heavy. You know what I'm saying? Instagram. Years. I, I just nobody can see this on on either the video on Twitch TV slash Dark Racial Humor or the podcast. But the the boss is over here just looking mad cute, man. Instagram gears the leverage in your direction so much. What do you mean? Like, like I yeah, with I, algorithms. Yeah. Um, I was reading. I was reading. Um, the thing I brought up off air of the Facebook. There's a, there's a AI programmer that was made a thread on Twitter about the dangers of how a Facebook uses AI just to profile people and make and just kind of gear towards like advertisements and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. He he said it a lot better than I'm about to try to say it, but it was just the AI. I don't know. I'm I'm gonna abort what I'm about to say because it's not gonna come out good. But the AI using the AI has to be in good hands. Oh yeah, definitely. Because it's 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 gonna get fucking it's pretty fucking dumb right now. And then in like two years it's gonna get exponentially better. Two years from now it's gonna be so much better. Yeah, okay. So here's the thing about Facebook. Um a lot of people don't understand that Facebook is less of a product than you are. When you sign up for Facebook, you are the product, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, just like I said, in terms of like brand, you can have any brand, but the, the people behind it, to some extent, maybe on, on higher levels, like if you're like the New York Times, you, the brand itself holds a little more weight, but... If you're like a creator, kind of doing your creator thing, the the person and the people behind the logo make make that company. Yeah. 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 I'm trying to. The people and the person behind it make that company. Are you trying to relate it to Facebook? I I kind of am. Oh. No. Yeah. I know what you're saying. People, Facebook is literally a a website of people, and, and like that's that's their business. Their business is people. I feel like Facebook is losing its leverage in terms of value because what essentially do they offer? They offer you an experience to connect with your friends, uh-huh. and in exchange for that, you give them your information for targeted advertising. But when the experience becomes less valuable than what they're taking from you, people are going to start to leave. And they're definitely doing that in droves right now after this Cambridge analytical scandal. Yeah. Huge. Huge. And I think, like, I don't know. This may be, I don't want to say, it's not going to be the end of Facebook because there's a shit ton of people, like, that just don't know about it, just don't care. Yeah. Like, my fucking mom will never hear about this yeah. unless I tell her about it. Just tell her. Yeah. And even if I do, it's not like she's going to delete Facebook. She like, she just doesn't care. Yeah. She just cares about the experience. Some people just like don't care. I'd, 
I fucking hit up someone that I I couldn't hit up uh, another way through Facebook. Like I just no other way I could contact her. It's still a somewhat valuable thing. And yeah, kind of. It's it's valuable in that it's basically become like a phone number. Yeah, Everyone has it's, it. It's already it's been it's been integrated. Yeah. Sure. Too bad they fucked it up with their fucking mishandling of user data and policing their platform. Mishandle jobs. Crazy. Mark Zuckerberg had to go on CNN and publicly apologize. Oh well. Yeah. Fuck you, Zuck. That's something you'll never see. You would never see Steve Jobs do. By the way, is apologize. apologize. Well, I don't know. Maybe they wouldn't do something shitty like that. I mean, Apple fucked up a lot under Steve Jobs when the iPhone four came out. There was um the way you would hold the phone, or the way most people would hold the phone. The antennas were on the the sides, right? So they'd be covering like the signal, so you couldn't talk on the phone. And um, everyone was like, "Yo, all right, Apple fucked up their design. The phones are unusable." Tim Cook would have apologized and fired someone. Steve Jobs literally said, anyone that's holding the phone like this is a fucking idiot. This is how you're supposed to hold it. Like this. Now it works. You see that, dumbass? Word. That was the difference between Steve Jobs and Tim Cook. But also, it's like, those, like, apologizing for something like that is different than apologizing for compromising your information. Yeah. But if Steve Jobs were the CEO of Facebook, yeah. I don't think he would have apologized. Do you think he would have compromised information, he would have, though? He would have... Oh, yeah. He fucked up a shit ton. Compromising information? Well, there wasn't really information to compromise when he was I'm, like... I'm saying hypothetically. If he had compromised information, he would have been like, if you don't want our service, don't fucking use it. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's also kind of he never what took, they should say. He never took responsibility for, like, what he did. Zuckerberg or, or Jobs? Jobs. Unless it yeah. was like, unless it, unless worked. it was great, yeah. Well, you know, it's part of that like kind of. If you're in a power, a, a position of power, you kind of have to be pathological, and be like, fuck sometimes. But I'm saying, a lot of people with power now are like that. I think that's somewhat of a bad model. Are pathological? I think empathy is good. I do think you kind of have to be a dick to get something done. Yeah. Beyonce said it. Beyonce said, I could be polite. I could be fair. But if I'm doing that, I'm not being fair to myself. Yeah. And I'm compromising my vision. I agree. I agree. Still, I like empathy. I empathize that I empathize with you that your kid's sick, but you're not doing great work today. Go home. Damn. Dude, my fucking, my grandfather told me a story. He took over a, um, a textile factory mm-hmm. as a boss. And, uh, it was kind of, I think he was like run, it was kind of like run down before. And there was a, a lady who basically, I think, snitched on somebody. And, uh, he was like, yeah, so, uh. I, I I talked to her and I was like, if you don't respect the other people in this company, I don't want you to work for me. And then fired her. You fired the girl that snitched. Yeah. Wait, what was the what was the person doing? I don't Stealing? know. I think she was just kind of like doing uh, complaining about somebody. Oh uh, yeah, I know a lady, a girl that was like that too. She was just complaining about everyone, and yeah. she got fired. Yeah. But like if the person was like stealing and then she told Yeah. And then I think it might have been that. Did you hear about um 
the Atlanta Hawks basketball team fired. No, no, no. A, a, a white lady was suing the Atlanta Hawks for uh, discrimination because she said that the owner was uh, favoring black people and that uh, they were like saying shit behind her back and like they had all the other like white people be like, don't talk to her. What was the. Uh, how did that turn out? I'm not sure. I think it's still going. I think she's still fired though. No, no, she was. She was fired for something. And she was like, man, 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 discrimination. These race cases are messy. Have you heard about that guy, that ex-Google guy? He was actually on Joe Rogan. And he was a senior um, developer, a white guy. And he was talking about how Google's, like, culture is so... They want to be so modern, so so politically correct, so left, that they take white people and they put them in anti-bias courses. And they basically treat them like experiments. Like, like, so tell us about your life. So this one down in this part of your life, you definitely have some implicit racial bias that you don't yeah. know about. We're going to fix that for I you. Think, I think um, you can... You, you can Anybody can be discriminated against for fucking just being for whatever reason. But I think a healthy fucking way to run a company is just fucking look out for shit. Like, like people being shitty fucking racially biased people and fuck those people. But just run it like there's goddamn humans. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just treat everyone as an individual. As a fucking, you're doing it, you're a worker, sir. Instead of like a group. Yeah, um, that's 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 also one of my fucking my biggest thing about race is so fucking involved in people's lives, man, and it's obviously reason for that. But grouping people is always just like meh to me. Not to sorry, I didn't articulate that better, but you know. Well, I mean, that's like. I think just because you group people, you're not necessarily racist. No, no, not at all. But I think grouping people can just be as bad as just not not being racist. But it's just it can be detrimental just as a human race. There's this guy I forgot his name. Fucking goddamn it! And he wrote a book on basically discrimination, and he said there's three types of discrimination. He called it discrimination type one A, one B, and type B, and. I, I don't want to fuck it up. But he said there was type 1A was um like, fuck you, I'm not going to fucking talk to you because you're black. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like racist discrimination. Mm-hmm. And then there's discrimination based on group data. Based on, um, which isn't necessarily racist, but you're, you're taking like a group of people and based on the data within that group of people, you're making a decision based on that. So, for example... If I had two groups of people and I said, Caller John, I have 10 people here and 10 people here. 70% of the people here are alcoholics. 20% of the people here are alcoholics. Which group are you going to choose? Obviously, the less alcoholic. What about the group over here where 30% aren't alcoholics? So, you know what I'm saying? So, you're basing, you're discriminating based on the group, not necessarily on the individual. Yeah. Um, and then this discussion came up. Obama actually said that um, he doesn't think that 
for federal for federal jobs that um, there should be criminal background checks because he thinks that a lot of um, African Americans aren't able to get these jobs because they they got fucked by the system. They, they fucking had weed when they were teenager. They got booked. Like, great, best interest in mind. However, if you do that, and an employer isn't allowed to do background checks, don't you think that if they look at data, if they look at groups as a whole, the African American community has more arrests than the Asian community? So I'm just not gonna bother with the forty percent of black people who have a perfect record. Mm-hmm. Is that racist or is that just making a decision based on group data? That group data is also made because shitty systemic things have happened. But if you're like going based on facts, if you're going based because like there's opinion and then there's statistical facts. If you look at a group of people, how many of these people have criminal records? How many of these people like there's data for everything, data that like can't be changed. Mm-hmm. If you look at that specifically and be like, all right, if I hire a black person mm-hmm. based on the group data, there's a 70% chance that they have a criminal background mm-hmm. versus if I hire this Indi- Indian person, mm-hmm. there's a 3% chance. Mm-hmm. Is that racist? Going off of the data that is immutable and that is true. I don't know. That's a, that's a, that's interesting. Um, I think, yeah, is I'm I'm trying to say things on when they're but yeah, I leaned yeah. You think it's racist or no? I think yeah. Because that sure that's the data, but that's I don't I don't know. It's a weird thing because you have no other way of determining. If they are... Because you don't have background checks? Because you don't have a background check. So it would make more sense to just be like, okay, I can't, like... There's a high chance that this person's going to steal from me based on the data because I can't I can't, well, I can't, can't verify them as a person. But with that, though, those, that data is skewed by the fucking shitty systemic thing that the United States has done, which is fucking... Well, what if, what if it's not, put- though? Well, what if it's, like, what if it's just a third-party company that ran a poll based on... No, I'm saying those the, that data and and the United States has fucked black people. Oh yeah, and that's why there's seventy percent of people with criminal records. Uh, yeah, but with that knowledge aside, you still have to make the decision: or, should I take the chance of hiring this person or not? Regardless of the regardless of the dark history the United States has, uh, regardless of Jim Crow, regardless of yeah. zoning, regardless of unfair uh, incarceration, I got to make a decision today. Uh, like. I'm not racist, but there's a higher chance that this person's going to fuck me over if I, based mm-hmm. on the data. Mm-hmm. I think that that's a part of a systemic racism where you might not be individually racist, but because of that, you're, you're working on a, on, a, on a system that is racist. Yeah. Maybe, maybe people that have dark skin and are usually in the same area because that's what fucking America has done grouping people based on fucking skin color for the most part economically wise um I lost my train of thought completely sick podcasting 
so sick. Dark racial humor is oh, brought wow, to you this by. This one was actually racial. <laughs> Dark racial humor is brought to you by systemic racism. Coming at you live since 1776. Uh, how far along are we? I can check. Go to go, beats and time. I don't know. Oh, two shit. Hours. Are we two hours? Goddamn right. That's what happens when you podcast. Okay. We've been podcasting hard. All right. Should we just. Yeah. All right. Good one. We'll Cut be back. the umbilical cord. We'll be back tomorrow, maybe, or the next day. Thanks we make for no promises. It's a dark racial humor. You can follow us on nowhere but twitch.tv Hopefully the slash dark racial humor. Hopefully the network doesn't cancel us. You can subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud. And Twitch. And twitch.tv slash dark racial humor. Thank you for watching and listening. I'm Bonjen. Good night.